before Superman, before Krypton explodes, but after the show Krypton, which is a show that airs on the Sci-Fi Channel, it's our podcast after Krypton. I'm Alex I'm L. J- I'm Justin Ty. <laughs> I'm Pete L. Oh, you guys are in the yeah. same field. That's so cool. I was just doing my last initial. Oh. Oh, I probably should have done... Uh, no, you're Alex L and you're Pete L. Should I be Alex Zod? Alex Za? Alex Za? Like pizza? <laughs> <laughs> you can be pizza, Pete. Oh, no, boy. I think you guys should be in the same guild, the podcasting guild. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. And That's I, like a really low guild. That's like below the rankless, right? Yes, exactly. It's below <laughs> rankless. Even the rankless spit on the podcast. They're like, eh, I don't know about that. That doesn't seem like much of a guild to me. Yeah. We are going to be talking about the latest episode of Krypton Transformation mm-hmm. as we uh, start to wrap up season one here. Yeah, yes. let's wrap it up. I love this season. It's great. Oh, and by the way, guys, I'm in the surfboard samurai sword guild. Wow, that's a pretty cool <laughs> but chill guild. Very cool. We're in the tats and just... Smoking weed. Nice, broad, nice. <laughs> All right, let's give a little bit of a recap first because we are entering the end game here, but there is still a lot of stuff that has been going down. So this takes place hundreds of years before Superman is born. A guy named Adam Strange travels back to the planet of Krypton. He thinks that he's trying to stop Brainiac from taking the city of Kandor and destroying Wrong. Krypton. Wrong, Adam Strange. Wrong. Turns out. He's probably not there to stop Brainiac. He's actually there to stop General Zod, who has also traveled back in time. General Zod, we don't know exactly his motivations yet. We do know that he wants to save Krypton. He reveals that if Kandor is taken, that's what destabilizes uh, Krypton and causes it to explode. Um, but we think probably at the same time he wants to maybe kill Superman because that's generally what he likes to do. It's generally General Zod stuff to kill Superman. Yeah, he's like very vague about stuff, which is but this because is before he's, general. he's General Zod, though. That's no, the no, thing. he is already General Zod. Corporal no, this Zod. isn't General Zod. This is some weak ass watered down um, General Zod. Roughly speaking, he's a general. He's credited in there as weak, weak get ass it, General get Zod. It? Roughly speaking, Pete. Roughly, because it's general. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of other stuff happening. There are so many characters um, who are in this world outside of Adam Strange. We have uh, the Zod family, Mama Zod, um, who is in charge of the military guild. Her daughter, Lyda Zod, um, who they're having some family issues once this time-traveling General Zod shows up. Lyda loves Seg-El, who is the grandfather of Superman. Um, he's sort of our protagonist, but he's also a sort of not in a lot of ways. Sure. Uh, well, what happened last episode we should talk about is because he found out that Krypton is going to explode, he and Lyda feel very conflicted because, yeah. of course, they want to do the right thing. They want to save Superman, but at the same time, they don't know Superman. So yeah. they kind of want to save Krypton instead. And let me be honest, he sounds like a dick. Yeah. If what? you didn't know him, Superman? Oh, come on. Chill, dude. Yeah. Why don't you get on a surfboard and get you out of your samurai sword? You gotta dude, be cool, you bro. Need to, uh, <laughs> chill, dude. Just chill yeah. out hardcore. Yeah. So uh, they almost release uh, Doomsday last episode, but instead they're like, ah, it seems like a bad idea. Maybe let's not do that. Uh, yeah, it's not a classic Chekhov's Doomsday situation. <laughs> yes. Uh, but as uh, at the exact same time, Brainiac has sent a probe to Krypton, and the probe takes over the voice of Rao, who's the head of the religion there. Uh, the voice of Rao reveals himself to the military guild. There's a insurrection that tries to kill the voice of Rao, but instead the voice of Rao is like, guess what, suckers? I'm Brainiac. 
takes over the military guild, and that's kind of where we left off. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's jump into it. Wait, did you talk about the Vex family? Oh, sure. We should talk about the Vex family. Uh, so there's also the House of Vex, which is the uh, sneaky guild. And yeah. there's Daddy Vex, who is Darren Vex. He's not that sneaky. There's Nissa Vex, who has promised to Segel, knows that Seg is in love with Lightazod, uh, but still She's seems cool. to be pretty cool with it. Yeah. She's all right with it. Uh, she Real is- Betty Veronica situation. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Straight up. Yeah, I mean, it sort of is. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, it's a love triangle. Yeah, that. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. And uh, Nissa is the Veronica. She's like, um, comes from high class society, and Light is the Betty, the girl next door. They're right, and uh, Darren Vex is kind of like the Hiram Lodge. 100%. Don't be Yeah, no, no, you're right, actually. Right. He's trying to hire Archie, who is Segal. Uh, but Archie keeps, Archie Segal keeps screwing stuff up. Yeah, he's a good This is. I'm going to just throw it out there. This show is more Archie comics than Riverdale. A hundred percent. Thank you. My but thesis. I would recommend watching Riverdale and not this show. Sorry, Pete. This is a Krypton podcast. You can take your pin- opinions. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, so cool. Let's jump into it. Uh, you guys want to walk us through it a little bit, Justin? Uh, definitely. We jump right into the action uh, where we left off last episode. I thought this montage was super cool, the way they cut it up. Uh, sort of scary. Um, and uh, Run seems like for ra- your fuck. Lives. Seems like Rao, Rao Brainiac is just uh, done with the mask. Yeah, I really like the design here. So the actor, Blake Ritson, is the actor who is playing Brainiac. He's also playing the voice of Rao, taken over by Brainiac. Um, it's, I don't know, what I, what I like about this show right now is that it hits all of these tropes, but it hits them very well. Like, I don't think it's changing the game or doing anything totally revolutionary, but you have... British villain who is in charge talks with a weird metallic voice, but it's done in a really good way. And like you said, it is terrifying to see him shooting out tentacles, to see him taking over the military guild, to see it played out like a horror movie. Yeah. That's what Brainiac is, and yeah. it's great. It's good. It's good and scary. It's also funny to think it that a man scary. Who, who, the, a man who goes by the name Brainiac is scary, because that's a dumb name. It's not yeah. a dumb name. It it's like saying uh, Superman's biggest villain is Weisenheimer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Pete, surely you must have loved this a little bit. This was cool. That was scary. Uh, I, you know, I was just yelling run at the oh, TV. Oh, man, he loves this show. He now. loves it. No, He's I do not. Warming up. There was one part that drove me insane that we will talk about All right, later. We'll, go, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so uh, uh, Zod's messed up. They're yep. trying to, um, the uh, Lyda and Seg are trying to uh, keep Zod healthy, which is important since he's such a great bad guy. Uh, but I'd like to jump over to uh, Vex just totally oh spills. Dude, Vex is such a spineless, like, oh. Take it's it like great. a man and die, you fucking, yeah. oh. Uh, Daddy He's Vex. throwing everybody under the bus he can. Throws everyone under the bus. Spilling everything. Spills on his daughter. Yeah, like, come on, man. And you see uh, uh, Brainiac Rao sort of be like, oh, hold on a sec, man, before you go. But isn't your daughter like a bad guy, too? And he's like, um, yeah, yeah, she is. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so sniveling, Darren Vex. Like, and it, it, to the point where, like, that's what I like about this show. They go all the way what? quickly. And, like, even beyond a show like Game of Thrones, like, they, the the characters who are being as as sniveling as, as Vex, as Daddy Vex, are, like, it's a little more coy. It's a little more arch. He is just straight up sniveling the whole time. I love it. Well, yeah, I like that, too, because 
we talked about this a lot on the podcast. He started out at a place where he was supposed to be like, we thought he was supposed to be like this little finger in control of everything. But I think over the season, whether they meant to or not, they've definitely figured out that he is not that. Yeah, he's a pinky finger. Yes. He's the tiniest finger. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 100%. And the fact that they're leaning into that, and I... This is jumping ahead. I honestly thought he was going to die this episode. Like yeah. I thought they were going to get rid I of him. I really wanted him to die. I but think he, he, he outsniveled dying. Yeah. He like beat the system. Yeah, but I like that. I like that because it Don't makes like him that. a more interesting character. That he is so yeah. snivelly and he is has absolutely no backbone. And it makes by uh, by uh, connection, it makes Nissa stronger. Agreed. Because she is a better manipulator, and she is better at figuring this stuff out. Let me throw this out there. I've been a huge Light Azad fan this episode. Nissa. I'm, wow. I'm love Nissa, Nissa all day, her day. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that saying means, but uh, like I, I've never heard it before. I agree. Like I think Nissa in this episode really stepped up, definitely was the character to watch in this episode. Yeah, 100%. Uh, she's arrested. And she's like, what's going on? And I feel like she instantly knows that her father betrayed her. Yeah. Like, she knows who yeah. he is and uh, is not happy. And that's what I love about the show also. They really edge toward the romance uh, and the love triangle, but they never quite touch it. Like, they, and this episode was full of it. Like, you see, uh, like, Seg does have feelings for Nissa, I think. Seg does have feelings for Leia. Yeah. But he, and they sort of touch on it very briefly, but we don't have to get into the melodrama of it. Like, I, I think that's really well. Right. I mean, later on, while we're talking about it, yeah, Nissa and really Seg, about it. uh, manage to sneak out and they go through the classic like, oh no, quick, kiss me so we can get out of here. It barely works at all. Yeah. Uh, immediately That's what discovered. drove me insane. Really? Yes. Because you wanted more of a kiss. No, that is a classic you want, you trope. To, you wanted them fuck. No, if when bad guys are rushing, all you have to do is make out and the bad guys can't see you. This didn't work in the show. It's worked in every movie, every TV show. It works on every the street cartoon. when you do it. Yeah, yeah. If the cops are chasing me, I grab somebody and make out with them they go right by you yeah. this did not work i do that to you like once a podcast and it works every time yeah, every exactly time. you kiss pete and i blow right past yeah, yeah. that was awful the way that was worded <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> or or accurate yeah uh, anyways i, I yeah i was I was like, you guys can't even get tropes right. You no, fuck this that's show what is great about it is that they tried the thing, but it clearly didn't work. Nobody's yeah. going to be like, well, I can't see people who are kissing. They're invisible to well, me. Well, you don't look at when people are making out like PDA is a weird thing. So you kind of look away and that's what it kind of yeah, plays but if your with. soldier is specifically looking for people who are supposed to be betrothed to each other. That's a bad disguise. Yeah, that's actually a pretty strong uh, I was clue. Just, I'm, yeah. I just, but what I wanted to mention was not necessarily that moment. I wanted to mention the moment uh, when Lyda finds them immediately after that and Seg says something to her like, that's what I love about you. And there's just this quick look, to your point, Justin, from yeah. Nissa, where a look of alarm and upsetness comes over her face, but it's just very quick and they move past yeah, it. It's great. I which I thought that. was really good. Like, it's a good acting choice. And also, like, Seg is, like, brash and, like, he's, like, definitely, like, he's shaking things up. But he is, like, a puppy. Like, he he's sort of, like, I love you. I love you. Exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, but that's why I felt like Nissa was so strong in this episode, because she was. She knew what was up with her shitty dad. She had the hologram in place, which, if like, that's a great strategy. Yeah, set up a It's a like classic Ferris Bueller uh, yep. attitude. Throw a, uh, throw a hologram up. Uh, she knows how to fight like a badass, we learned. Yeah. yeah. Seg. Like, that was awesome. Um, what a just... 
top to bottom great episode for her. No, this, no, no, it was really good, and she joins the whole team too by the end of the episode. Yeah. No, I lo- I agree with everything you said up until the part where you said this was top to bottom a great episode. I was agreeing with everything Nissa, up until that. He's saying yeah. for Nissa. Can you agree with that? Yes. Uh, we see the cape, which is very slowly melting. Like truly, this Don't thing could take this anymore. thing could take like Don't. ten years it's to get. There. Yeah, I feel like that's so. This is this is something that happens with news shows sometimes, and it's surprising when it's in an existing universe. But you can feel them figuring out the show over the course yeah. of the first season, very much so. And I think the cape is one of those elements that, like, whatever happens at the end of the season, if they get a season two, they're definitely going to ditch that aspect of the show. Yes. Because that was a big pilot move that they made, but Superman's Cape, like we mentioned, they've forgotten about it for episodes at a time. Maybe it'll come back in the finale, but it's nothing that really matters as much as anything else that's going on. Do you think they could do this show without a second season without referencing Superman? Um, I think so. I think now that they've set it up, like now that they've gotten past the Brainiac thing, I think that they could probably store, explore the rest of the DC cosmic universe. Green Lanterns. Yeah, Green Lanterns. They could bring in new gods. Do they you could think do the they're past wall. the Brainiac thing? Yeah, I think Brainiac is going to attack in the season finale. I think we're going to see that. I think he's going to take Kandor because I think they're going to lose. And then we're going to have to see them in Kryptonopolis, the dumbly named town that they keep mentioning yeah. uh, next season. They maybe. might as well call it season finaleopolis. Yes. <laughs> because that's essentially what it is. Yeah. But there's still hundreds of years. Like, they're going to be alive for a really long time, but there's a lot of stuff that potentially can happen between now and when Krypton How's explodes. How's the ratings on this show? Um, they're fine. <laughs> uh, is that how you live your life? How are the ratings on your... Your uh, dinner, P. How are the ratings on your podcast? I don't. I don't make. Uh, speaking of which, if you'd like to rate our podcast, head to iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we need this. Otherwise, Pete's gonna like not like it for some reason. Uh, yeah, that's weird. There's a user on iTunes named uh, Real Le P that yeah. keeps giving us one star, and I don't know who it is. And it's fucked up because he's from the podcasting guild. So yeah. like he that is his <laughs> ranking carries so more weight. Like, it's a double starage. Double star. All right, let's get through this. Thing. Uh, Pete, enjoy yourself. I made you multiple martinis. Sit, have a little sip, and chill. Uh, let's talk Dev M. We have this great run of scenes with uh, Dev M shows up, grabs Lyda. It's so strange he's wearing a hat. Yeah, it is weird. It's, it's not weird a hat given that uh, Brainiac is hitting people in the head and giving them these very prominent red discs. Yes. That he's wearing a big old hood and hat the entire episode. Uh, Dev M leads Lyda to Janazad. Uh, they have a nice reunion, and Dev says, yes, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that we found you, because I'm working for Brainiac, bitches! Yeah! And Big then Lyda shoots his arm off and kills him. They yeah. just ice that dude. And Mama Zod is just like, it's fine. Yeah. And like very quickly, she's like, grow up. It's fine. And so I was like, let's talk about this, though, because this ties into a big aspect of the episode when they're uh, finally meeting up with Zod later on. Uh, General Zod, excuse me. They uh, he puts a shirt back. He's shirtless. Yeah, I know. Put a shirt on. Yeah. He meets his uh, great grandmother. No, grandmother, 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 who's Jada Zod. Uh, and they're like, wait, who's your dad? And he's like, you sure you want to know? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we want to know. Everybody in the audience also wants to know. And he's like, well, I don't know. 
Uh, but he says uh, a soldier who died in the battle to protect Candor. Right. So what do you take away from this? Is the implication that it was Devem who is the father because there's Kryptonian genetics so they could have his sperm on file or whatever? Or you got to have somebody your sperm else. on file. <laughs> uh, that's what Krypton's all about. Yeah, I, have, I don't know about you guys. I have, like, file folders filled. Yeah, I know. You already talked about it. Keep them in a filing cabinet right here. Yeah, I do. do you guys want to see? <laughs> no. No. Uh, no, we don't. I'll just open it up. No, no. no we I good. have them filed under S. Oh. Yeah, no. Honestly, I bet you it's have not filed under a lot of different... It's not an S. <laughs> On my planet. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it stands, it stands for, for hope. For, <laughs> 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 for me, it stands for nope. Uh, yeah, so... Well, what do you guys think? Is DevM Zod's father, or is the implication that it's somebody else? Uh, I mean, Segal's not going to die. Right. So, that's weird. Uh, yes, I've been saying it's DevM for a while. Right. So I'm going to sort of agree with that. So do you think Leda is pregnant at that point, or is it some sort of genetic manipulation? Or? Well, if they are betrothed, then they're on file. Right. So they have a baby sort of on the sneak tip. Because uh, <laughs> I don't think they had sex, they just made out a little bit. Right. Can Kryptonians have baby, I think, right? What? Is you kiss and then and that's what I've been trying to do with Pete the entire time. I know you guys wow. would make a beautiful child. Well, uh, that's not true. <laughs> do they have sex on this planet? Uh, well, Lyda and Seg had sex. Yeah, but I don't fun. think anybody else is supposed to have sex. Cool. Yeah. Eh, cool. Imagine being like ever being the only people having sex. People be like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fun. It's horrible." Yeah. <laughs> no, different takes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think like if you're on a planet where nobody ever had sex, and you're like, "What I do is I take one of my parts and I jam it in one of her parts, and then uh, this, some stuff comes out." Alex, everybody, let me like, just say, that's gross. You're no Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> the way you talk about that, I, that was I was literally just quoting Richard the Third. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that must <laughs> that be a near the end. Quote. Near the end, it sort of falls off. <laughs> he kind of gave up there. Can we? Can uh, we let's talk Adam Strange real quick. Um, sure. He spends a lot of the episode drinking. With the hologram, yeah, just yeah. being a bitch, just like complaining what is going to on, computer. What is going on with Grandpa Hologram? Because yeah. Grandpa Hologram is like, oh, I'm bummed to be a hologram. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and he's also like, oh, you could drink this if you were real. Like, Adam's, like, what are they doing? Make the decision if he's a hologram or he isn't. No, but I hate d- this talking around an issue. He's definitely a hologram. I will well, say. Well, then why are they keep playing with that idea that he's not the Grandpa? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a chance he'll still be alive, but that dude is definitely a hologram. Um, the thing is, I feel like they're setting up Adam Strange to be a little bit more nefarious in yeah. this, this run of scenes. Mm-hmm. He erases the hollow convo, um, and he's going out to uh, try to put a stop to, I guess, everything. Yeah. I mean, Grandpa's well, got to give him a pep talk and be like, you know, well, right. like, come so here you said, like you said, he, he ends up erasing the thing. He... He reveals that he's a D-list superhero, just like he kind of is in the comics. Yeah. Uh, he is not Superman. He doesn't have a nickname. He's not one of the Justice League. He wanted to prove himself, but he's not doing that. And by the end, he decides to prove himself by letting Brainiac take Cador. That's his big move. And we talked about this quite a bit on the past episode of the podcast, but that's a really interesting position for the show to be put in. Yeah. Like, we know, as viewers, Superman is the best good guy. We know Adam Strange is a good guy. But for it to be set up where Adam Strange is essentially the villain letting another villain win 
is fascinating. It's a weird place to be in as a Also, viewer. Yeah. it makes it weird when Superman then later is like, hey, I'm strange. What's all this shit I hear about you, you know, like letting Brainiac take control of my home planet? And I mean, that, it's just weird that you're making those choices that affects later who they are. Well, what do you think? Is one life worth the lives of an entire planet? Well, it's not just one life. It's Superman who ends up saving our world a ton of times. So, yes. Well, maybe someone else would step up. Yeah. Maybe P. LePage would be the Superman. Maybe Lex Luthor could finally do what he always wanted to do if there was no Superman, you know? Like, he talks about that all the time. And the problem is he has to spend so much time concentrating on Superman, he could cure all of these diseases. So, in fact, if Superman died and never existed, Lex Luthor could be the greatest hero we that's ever knew. not true. Let's, I would I would vote for him for president. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. That's you how, write him that's in how lot, we right? got in this mess. Yeah, in the first every place. every year. Uh, let's talk about the the final scene. Um, uh, Seg's big plan is to have a shootout with uh, uh, Morale Brainiac, the Rowniac. Uh and and he's got the, the whole Brady squad the just like getting ready to shoot him up uh, to expose him to the uh, religious experience folks uh, because it's the end of the Nova cycle. Yep, uh, which is Vex, a celebration of the sun. Yeah, it's fun because uh, Vex is like, "Yo, you got to end the Nova cycle. Everyone's dying for it." It's like saying, "Hey, Dave Matthews, you got to go out there and play." Uh, that was for Pete. And so the uh, so they're all set to shoot him up, and he instead uh, steps in the fire, creates a fireball, be- starts a religious experience that gets everyone on board with him, thus cementing his power as uh, as the Rao and Brainiac. So I thought this was a weird move for Brainiac. Like it's not a. Weird I thought move. it was a smart move because it's like. How do you use this to your advantage? And that's definitely a way to get everybody on board with how powerful you are. Uh, I guess, except for Brainiac is powerful enough, and I feel like Brainiac can just come in and shrink the city of Kandor and put it in a bottle and take it. I'm not quite sure why Brainiac... Wants to start a religion? Yeah, wants to beef up the religion of Rao. Uh, have you guys ever started a religion? No, have you? Oh, yeah. I'm a high priest of a bunch of made-up stuff. Nice. Uh, I think uh, he's not fully... You do that for tax breaks? Is that why? Uh, for fun. Oh, okay. That's like having a series of cults. Uh, no, I think um, he is still not fully Brainiac. Um, okay. He is, and I believe technically he's just like the sort of herald or avatar for Brainiac. Brainiac's on his ship. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's ready to just bottle it up. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, yes, I get what you're saying. Uh, but I don't think there's any of the voice of Rao left in him. Like, he has that whole conversation with Darren Vex where... Darren Vex has to tell him what the voice of Rao was like yeah, and what he was into and why they wanted to kill him. Uh, and he doesn't remember any of that. So instead, he's preaching the religion of Brainiac. So I'm not sure why he needs everybody to be these believers unless it's part of a plan to get everybody in the same place at the same time so he can absorb them, which is possible. So I feel like I feel like he's more of like an iPod version of Brainiac and not a full like laptop. Oh, yeah. Mm. Cool. But an iPod is more portable. You can take it more places. Yes, but it's not as uh, powerful a computer. Oh, right. And there's not as much memory. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, like, that guy's just like sort of a good thing to take to the gym. Can I, can I talk about one thing I actually liked in the show? Yes. yes. Uh, there was a, a, what I thought was a pretty cool line where it was like, why are you smiling? Because you're about to get punched in the face. I thought that was kind of a cool moment. We got a fan on our hands. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I love the the last shot of this episode with Seg just sort of slumping down with, like, truly out of ideas. 
Yeah, great, great shot. I mean, this is Seg's ideas are mostly: is there a hallway I can run down and a door I can bang on, or a place I can walk into? And if there's anyone to kiss, I'll do it. <laughs> but uh, in this case, he can't kiss a fireball, and there's no doors on a fireball. That's that's so true. Yeah, man, but if there was though, oh man! Oh. And Le- when does your uh, "There's No Doors on a Fireball" memoir come out? Uh, I guess it's more of a self-help book. Yeah, I mean, listen, I got the title from uh, the end of Henry the Fourth when <laughs> yeah. Shakespeare wrote "There Are No Doors on a Fireball." Uh, it's sort of a loose fantasy uh, <laughs> adaptation of Henry IV. Uh, yeah, but it did really badly when yeah. I when I put it on. Yeah. I spent so much money on the Broadway adaptation. I know. <laughs> One man, Henry to the fourth. Nobody came. Oh. I gave you guys tickets and you didn't come. Yeah, I, I you was. gave us so many tickets. Yeah, I was washing yeah. my hair that day. Sorry, man. I, left, I told you I left them for you in my filing cabinet. <laughs> yeah, they were under, also filed under S. Yeah, they were filed under S for tickets. <laughs> for tickets. <laughs> I thought it was. As for your show that you were doing. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that would have made more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Anything it's else you want to say about the other side? No, I, like I said, I like this show a lot. I'm excited to see the next episode. Yeah, I'm really curious where to see. I, I'm not as big a fan as you and Pete right now. but No, I, I can't wait for the show to end. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, I think this episode was a little all over the place. Uh, there were crazy revelations the past couple of episodes. We're definitely heating up as we head towards the end here. Before we go, uh, we got to do some Superman trivia. Yeah. And Pete. You're Pete. up. You got to do a trivia question for us. Make it hard. The last couple have been crazy hard. Very okay. difficult. And you are the star of trivia. Okay. Guys, uh, if you had to make the worst type of hourglass and then somehow related to Superman, how would you do that? Like a way to keep time? Yep. Well, I don't know. Superman already has that sweet hourglass figure. You're gonna talk about. <laughs> uh, I think that counts as Alex's answer. <laughs> yeah, that's that, answer. Yeah, that body. Um, well, let's think. Um, I the way if I look at Superman, the way I keep time is by just seeing um, when his glasses come on and off. Oh, okay. Glasses go on nine o'clock. Glasses come off five o'clock. Nice. Because nice. he's working nine to five. Was that correct for your trivia question? <laughs> uh, no, you have a uh, shitty cape that uh, slowly disintegrates. It's a cool cape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a really strong stare that you just made at us. Are you okay? No, I just, you know, it is a cool cape, but when you turn into an hourglass, that doesn't make sense because sometimes you cut to it and it's like going at a pace and then you cut back to it and it's like that didn't even exist before. I hate before. to tell you, people, but your shirt that you're wearing right now is doing the same thing. Yeah. Here, here's my question. Is it just his cape or is it the rest of his clothes? So he's wearing like capri <laughs> pants right now. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, it is super awkward. Because <laughs> it might not even be summer. Yeah, and like a crop top. Yeah. He's oh, like, geez. I don't know what's up with my clothes. That man's like, what's going on with you? Did you send Adam Strange back in time? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? Yeah, I like how Batman would know. <laughs> Superman, <laughs> I, I, I love yeah. your summer look. If you like our summer looks and the shows we do, you can support them at patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York. Please come by. We'll chat about uh, Superman with you. Wear capri pants. It's getting warm out. Whatever you guys want to do. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about our guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com with podcasts and more. We'll see you next time after Krypton. Get out your summer look. 
Hey, you guys want to see my uh, file? No. 